When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's get to Max Scherzer. That report by Ken Rosenthal pissed me off, and it should piss all of you off. I don't want to hear, and it's the same thing with what we said about Garrett Cole last year, if you're honest and talk about the Yankees ever, which you know I do because, you know, I host the show on New York Sports Talk Radio, but no Yankee fan wanted to hear about Garrett Cole's hamstring issue. No one wanted to hear it. He craps the bed in Fenway, and on the Yankee postgame that night, well, you know, guys, he's dealing with a hammy. Most Yankee fans don't want to hear that. So Ken Rosenthal pops up on the broadcast and says, you know, I spoke to Max Scherzer. And by the way, I'm not mad at Ken Rosenthal. He's just reporting the news none of us want to hear. But Ken Rosenthal comes out and says, you know, Max is just trying to get through the season. He's trying to just get to the offseason because of the issues he's dealing with with the oblique. Now, I'm not denying that Max Scherzer is probably still dealing with the injury that cost him how many starts this season. Just like none of us are denying Jacob deGrom had a blister on Friday night. Nobody wants to hear it. And when I hear he's just trying to get to the offseason to reset, to reset, he's going to be 39 next year. What do you think's going to happen? You think he hits a reset button and at 39 he'll make 32 starts and come October there won't be an issue? Of course there'll be an issue. He's 39. And again, no one wants to hear excuses. So I know Max didn't have a press conference announcing it, but he says it to Ken Rosenthal. The Mets are playing their biggest game of the regular season and in the freaking second inning, we got to hear from Rosenthal Max is trying to get through the season. Meanwhile, we as schmucks are thinking about five more starts Max may make on a postseason run. And look, I know I'm emotional now. We all are. Postseason run my ass. Does anybody think right now, after the garbage we've seen these last two games against the Braves, they're going on any kind of postseason run? They won't be able to freaking touch you, Darvish, in the wild card series. Yeah, I'll throw that in there because where is this team headed right now? Probably there. So we got to hear, well, you know, that oblique, that son of a bitch oblique. It's bothering Max. He's just trying to get to the season so he can reset. 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 So at 39, Scherzer has no problems. Okay, great. Now, in the first three innings of this game, we're all lauding Max, though. Ah, he's battling. He's a bulldog. He's everything that Pansy DeGrom isn't, right? That's what you're thinking. It's probably what Joe's thinking. And then what happened to Max Scherzer in the fourth inning? What happened? He gives up a rip double to Austin Riley. He's ahead of Matt Olson, leaves that slider up just a little bit. I think it was a slider. I'm trying to remember. He pokes one up the middle. Gets a double play on Darno. Great. Let's have a party. Gives up a rip double to Marcelo Zuna. And okay, great. Gets through the inning. Gives up the lead. All right. You know what? He wasn't going to pitch a shutout. Not Max's best stuff. I think we all saw that from the first inning on. But don't worry. He's a bulldog. He's tough. He would never opt out of a contract. Okay. 
Mets get that run right back. That's where we get to that fifth inning, which was a great rally. A rally that, even though it was let's single to you to death, felt good because it came with two outs and nobody on and Alonzo down 0-2. I won't make believe that in that moment, I wasn't pumped up thinking, what an answer. What a heavyweight answer to the Braves' rally of tying the game. Because it was. Think about it. Alonzo 0-2 base hit. Lindor base hit. And then Jeff McNeil, who's the only positive in this series, rips a base hit to left center field. Now, of course, Eduardo Escobar can't do anything. I don't want to rip him. I know he's been red hot, but you know what I mean. Could it turn into a big inning, a crooked uh, crooked number inning? No, of course not. That's not what the Mets do. They just try to single you to death. And so here's Max Scherzer in the fifth inning. And I tweeted what everybody was thinking. Shut down inning. It's the thing DeGrom couldn't do on Friday night, right? Couldn't give you a shutdown inning. We couldn't get comfortable before Jake was giving up back-to-back home runs. Let me tell you something right now. And I killed Jacob DeGrom on the Rico last night. So if you if that turns you on, hearing me rip Jake, just go back and listen to that. But let's all be honest now. Jacob DeGrom looked like effing Cy Young compared to Max Scherzer in Game 2 of this series. It wasn't even close. Jake made three mistakes. Other than that, was pretty dominant. Max Scherzer was mediocre at best. And through the first three innings, we're just, oh, he's, he's battling through not having good stuff. What a warrior Max Scherzer is. This is why he's here. Some schmuck said that once. Yeah, me. And in the fifth inning, okay, Acuna was lucky. We all acknowledge that. That little blue pit was very, very lucky. Little check swing, it dumps in for a hit. But Dansby Swanson hit wasn't lucky. That one lucky. That was a 3-2 fastball, and Dansby Swanson hit the tar out of it. And Matt Olson comes up in the sixth inning. That wasn't unluck. That was Matt Olson hitting the crap out of a pitch. So I said yesterday, I don't want to hear about strikeouts. I don't want to hear about walks. It's about results. This is October baseball now, right? Here are the facts. Five and two-thirds, nine hits, four runs, two home runs, 101 pitches. Max Scherzer failed us tonight. And I don't want to hear it's only about the offense. I just gave you 15 minutes on the offense. Sometimes it could be about everything. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. I find it challenging once in a while, but you can rip two things at once. I chose on this podcast tonight, or this morning, whenever the hell you're listening to this, to decide. I decided with this Rico to spend the first few minutes ripping the offense. That doesn't mean I'm more pissed at the offense. I'm pissed at our races. And look, they're going to get another shot unless, you know, the blister shuts down Jake and the oblique shuts down Max, which we can't rule anything out. So let's assume they get another shot. And they could change the narrative. And they can shut me up and shut all of us up. But in this three-game series against the Atlanta Braves, where everything is in their control, everything is in the Mets' control, they failed. Who failed worse? Scherzer did. But it doesn't matter. They both failed us. The offense failed us. Really, everything failed us. And that's why you want to say it's over-exaggeration to two games? I don't. We're Met fans. These were the big games. These were the games we circled. These are the games we pointed at and said, go beat the Braves like the Mets had for the most part during the regular season. 
They were 9-7 and seven in the season series coming into these two games. Not anymore. Now, I'll touch on Game 3. I'll give you a little preview. But for these first two games, and look, here's the bottom line. I don't know when you're listening to Rico Bronia. Hoff and I hit the record button five minutes after the game ended. So you're getting a reaction to this game. You're not getting a chance for us to calm down, relax, take a nap, drink. No. Instant reaction. And our instant reaction has to be that we're disgusted. And the instant reaction has to be, how do you have confidence in this team moving forward? All year long, I gave you the, hey, they've earned our trust. And they had. No doubt. Do 156 games they had with the fight, with the comebacks, with the consistency, with the way they played against good teams. They'd earned it. I don't regret saying any of that. But sometimes we have to react to what we see. Just like that was a reaction to what we saw over these two games. Is there any Met fan confident this run's going to go long? Anybody confident? Feeling good? Max Scherzer's got an oblique issue. Ken Rosenthal told us he's trying to hit the reset button for freaking 2023. Feel confident? We know what DeGrom's done in his last four starts. Feel confident? Starling Marte still can't grip a goddamn bat. Confident? Daniel Vogelback, and I don't want to kill Francisco Alvarez, but what, what has he done? You throw him into a pennant race, you're expecting something. I see 0 for 6 with two strikeouts. That's what I see. I see a kid that at times looks overwhelmed by major league pitching. We wanted him, we got him, because the other options have been so bad. That's why. Because Billy Epler traded for Darren Ruff at the deadline, and Darren Ruff was a dog. And I'm not doing that as double entendre. He's been a dog. Tyler Naquin is asked to start one of the biggest games of the season. He's Tyler Naquin. Let's not be confused by the barrage of home runs he hit early on. He's not that good. And here we are. 